Okay, we're good. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to what is a terrible intro. I should probably start that, but we'll go again. Um, It's been a while. It's been a while, but uh, today we're doing something different. We're going to step away from our movie reviews for a second um, and... Just talk for an hour and yeah. about what's going on in the world and what's been going on with our lives. Yeah. Um, so I guess this is quintessentially a. Thank you. I dropped my phone. A losers' lounge podcast, which we haven't done in a long time. A long time, and that first yeah. episode kind of had to get, get. Yeah. That was a practice one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still have it, and I'll probably figure out if I'm po- posting it out or not if I can find <laughs> it. But yeah, we the editing I had to go through to. Take out names and oh, subject yeah. matter. Thank you, Butler. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. Um, we've seen a couple movies since the last time mm. we've done a podcast. This has been, what, before October? August, I think might have been the last one. Something like that. Yeah. And we've just been busy living lives. I've been yeah. traveling a lot. Um, but anyway, we'll get to that in the story. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts, Steven Munoz, a.k.a. Lose It to Steve. And uh, across from me is my co-host. Miguel Angel Barrios, a.k.a. MAB. And MAB is going to be something you should be familiar with because he's posting out a holiday album. Yeah. I actually uh, have it in my desk right now. Two and a half weeks. Two and a half weeks. Steve will be the uh, first to hear it. Before it comes out. And I'll be the first to hear his original song. I'm excited about yes, that. Yes, that's right. That's that right. is on here. It was three original songs. Three original there. songs. But yeah. the one I'm looking forward to the most is the one that you posted the snippet of on your TikTok. Um, uh, the Perfect Gift. Perfect Gift. Yeah. I was yeah. like, gift? I was like, Ugh. Yeah, the perfect. Yeah, that one I'm looking forward to. Because that one, when I was talking to you about it the first time, you said, oh, I'm going to do a holiday album. You want to make that... That statement of this is a holiday, it's oh, a yeah. Christmas time song. And yeah. we said the perfect gift. I was like, yeah, that's the where we should be going. We yeah. know White Christmas. Yeah. Um, all I want for Christmas is you. But the perfect gift, when you think Christmas is you think gifts, it's it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I'm going to lower these just a bit. I'm sorry, we're too loud, people. It's just. It's not too again, loud. It's, been, it's, it's been, coming through yeah. my ears. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Last night, as of recording this, you went to an R&B concert. Yes, I did. And it's going to be a shocker for everybody. This is my very first concert ever. Really? Yes. Um, wow. That you weren't performing at. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, it's just weird. I have this, uh, this thing where I'd rather be the performance than watch a performance. But this was just something that I, I couldn't pass up. These are old R&B legends that I grew up listening to. So I was like... I have to go. I have to go. It was this last minute thing. And it was in Ontario. It was like 40. Well, it was getting there was like 55 minutes because of traffic. Mm. And then I got there on time. And coming back home was smooth. It was 40 minutes coming back home. There was no uh, no traffic or what whatsoever. But uh, it was supposed to be a five-dack performance. Ended up being four. Wait, wait, what? Yeah, it was supposed to be Boys to Men. Okay. Jodeci, uh, Keith Sweat, Shanice, and Charlie Wilson. And Shanice pulled out? No. Boys to Men pulled, pulled out. No. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. 
they were one of the reasons why I wanted to go because yeah. I, I, they're my favorite R and B group of all time. But I, I'm sure they probably had their reasons why. But they were prom- uh, advertised on the tickets and everywhere. They were the headliner. Like, yeah. that was the big thing on the ticket. I remember you yeah, posting yeah. Instagram. So I remember we uh, I get there and they already had the flyers up and no boys to men picture. So everybody was like, "Is boys to men showing up?" They were like, "Nah, they couldn't make it." Ugh. Which, you know, I was disappointed, but, you know, I got to enjoy the show. But it's like, I mean, you have Keith Sweat. Yeah. You, you, you have um, Charlie Wilson, who, like I said, I, I haven't, I can't yeah. remember right now. I probably yeah. heard a song. I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> I, I also listen to a lot of R&B. Yeah. But Boys to Men was the one that kind of caught my eye. Too. I was yeah. like, oh, man, that's going to be so much fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I would have thrown my, my boxes at them and shit. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, uh, but I enjoy. So uh, uh, the show started at at seven, and uh, Shanice, uh, who's an old singer from the '90s, uh, her hit singles "I Love I Love Your Smile," and if anybody would, you know, YouTube that song up, they'll realize, oh, I've heard this before. Yeah, like it sounds like some Nickelodeon stuff. But it's <laughs> like, yeah, um, she did like three or four songs. She. Oh my God, her voice is amazing. Uh, she looked sexy in that black dress and everything in it. And but what? By the time she she was performing, people were slowly coming in mm-hmm. because the traffic opening and everything. Act. Yeah, yeah, opening that. So uh, she stepped back. She she was like on stage for like twenty minutes, and then Jodeci was the next act. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yeah, them boys killed it. <laughs> they they performed like ten songs damn yeah and um in a way boy it was it was it was kind of glad that boyceman didn't show up <laughs> because boyceman and jodeci they were like the head-to-head r&b group in the Ooh. 90s because jodeci was more uh for they were the bad boys of r&b they were sexualizing things mm-hmm. and boyceman were more clean cut uh, they were romantic. sensual not yeah. sexual yeah 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 and um Jodeci came in and just rocked the house for like 40 minutes. Mm. I was singing every word, every song. I was just like. And, and you, were, you were telling me right now that you went alone. Yes, I did. Uh, this, this was a last minute thing. And um, uh, I knew it was I, 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 I kind of figured that you and Amori were going to be yeah. occupied. So I, that, I, that's why I, I went ask. to work. Yeah. This weekend. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I want to try to get some overtime in. Wow. Holidays, guys. Um, I asked, you know, our coworker Butler, Keith Butler, that boy Zeke, um, if he wanted to come, he was like, he doesn't know. So he's, he's like, I don't know if he would have been interested in that old type of, you know. Oh, like, you don't know if he's like an R&B head, like. Well, he loves R&B, but I, I'm not he's sure not if he was old, like, oh, that old school. Cause you know, Charlie Wilson, Keith Sweat are pretty old school. Yeah. Oh, dude. Uh, I remember. So my first introduction to Keith Sweat was. Um, my mom had this CD. It was an all black like paper cover yeah. CD, and we listened to that in the car when I was a kid all the time. Which I probably shouldn't be listening to that as a kid because th- <laughs> thinking about how Keith Sweat is. Oh yeah. Um, shoot, what song was it that she would play all the time? It's like Keith Sweat's biggest hit. Oh, um, I'm trying to think right now. Wait for people to be like, oh, you don't know Keith Sweat. You know uh, uh, nobody. Nobody. Yeah, that's what it was. It was nobody. I was like. <laughs> In my head, I was like, everything. No, yeah. that's not everything. But yeah, nobody. And just hearing that in the car so many times. Oh, God. <laughs> just 
the man exuberates like sexual tension. Oh yeah. oh yeah. I mean, Prince is the top of sexual tension, period. But then you could put Keith Sweet probably in the middle of that scale. Yeah, yeah. Keith Sweet. Keith, Keith Sweat, Sweat in the in the middle of that scale. But no, it's it was good. I gotta find that album. <laughs> well, I mean, he was, you know I, I don't know if he was a little tipsy before he started. Cause uh uh, right after their, I can't remember what the I think it was the third song, which uh, uh, it was called Merry Merry Go Round, which is like yeah. an 80s uh, song. So not to be confused with you know the Ring Motley Crue yeah, yeah. or that mo- other one, yeah. yeah. So um, he had uh, what was it? I think it was Hennessy, bottle of Hennessy. He goes, Some I cognac? ain't drunk, yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, <laughs> I ain't drunk, stop talking shit on Facebook and other things. <laughs> So he he takes it and he starts, you know, uh singing, going, you know, uh doing ad libs, going riffs and everything. So he starts doing the pelvic thrust. Uh-huh. In my head, I'm like, dude, you're in your fifties. Stop that. Okay, hey man. First off, when I'm in my fifties, I'm probably still doing the pelvic thrust. So don't be putting that on that. <laughs> Just it's- before we keep going, uh, you went alone. Yes. But one of our friends magically happened to be there. Yeah. Uh, well, backtrack a little bit. But uh, cause, um, I asked Willie. Uh, well, Keith wanted, was going to ask Willie Boy if he was going to come. And he hit me up. And I said, hey, I'm sitting in this section. If you guys, you, you and your girlfriend, Thina, want to come. Yeah. Which would have been fun. To, yeah, it would have been fun. And he said he'll let me know. Never got back. Stuart. Or Dombey, as we call him, his artist name. Uh, he texted me. He goes, uh, "Hey, sick ass invite." <laughs> I was like, uh, "The picture says it itself. You know Get your funny? ticket." He does that a lot. Yeah. He'll be like, "Sick ass invite, dude." I sent you an yeah, invite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. says, "Who wants to come?" Yeah. So, I can text eighty of you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, I said, "Dude, you're more than welcome to come." That's why I put the picture up. He goes, "What section are you singing at?" I'm saying at this section. And I got this seat. He goes, oh, cool, I'm going to buy it right now. And I've known him. We're him started together. So I've known him for almost five years. He flakes a lot. <laughs> he, okay. Something always magically comes up. But hey, yeah. it's life. It does happen a lot. It like, just you know, happens yeah. to more people than others. Yeah, sorry, bro. I love you, but uh, <laughs> got to tell the truth. So I went by myself because I didn't hear nothing from him. I was like, it's cool. I was by myself. So when we get then. I showed them the the ticket, which was on the Ticketmaster app, mm-hmm. and uh, we had to wait. I, I had to wait like twenty minutes before the door doors open. So everybody was there. Everybody was feeling the love, feeling nice, dressing up like they were ready to go to church. And everything, and it was primarily ages forty and up, which I was like, okay, cool. I mean, you're only five years away from that. Yeah, so. yeah. You don't remind me. <laughs> um. And um, at the beginning, I was kind of like, okay, this is weird. I have nobody to talk to. I'm just standing by myself. Well, let me go on a, you know, Snap, Instagram, you know, all that stuff. It, it was, it was kind of, you know, it, it felt a little lonely at that time. So, yeah. but I was like, you got just 20 minutes to open it up and I'm just going to have fun. And uh, about an hour into the show, Stuart texted me. He goes, where are you at? I'm like, I'm here. Um in the concert i'm at this section i go where you at i'm at this section too i'm like where he's like i'm near the steps i'm looking around and i see him he's waving his hand at me i was like <laughs> oh he goes 
is there a seat, empty seat next to you or something? I was like, yeah, there's actually one on my right right now. And he comes down, and we gave each other a pound. We sit down. I say, hey, thank you for company, uh, for accompanying me for this. Yeah. You know, it felt a little awkward going by myself. Yeah. And I know uh, some co-workers were like, why are you going by yourself? Well, here's the thing I recognize about you is you, you're at a point in your life where you kind of just want to make yourself happy. Yeah, yeah. And and don't get me wrong, we do have those lonely spats yeah, where yeah. we're just like, you know, I, I feel alone. But yeah. you try to drive yourself through that. Yeah. I mean, that goes on with how you work. It goes in with how you live your life. I mean, because you've been going on this fitness jersey, by or your fitness jersey, journey for the <laughs> longest time right now. Yeah, And he's myself. been doing an insane amount of work yeah. for someone to work out and meal plan by himself. Yeah, 59 pounds, people. 59, 59 pounds. pounds. And yeah. there's a... I'm not trying to sense to be rude or anything, but if you look at old pictures of him oh, yeah. compared to now, it's oh, like, yeah. dude, what did you do? Yeah. Like he's <laughs> on a journey where he's just losing weight. Like uh, even uh, Stuart was saying, he was like, I don't even recognize you anymore. You look different. Yeah. And do you do you feel different? Oh yeah, I I I, I feel more confident. Like I I don't like taking selfies because I never find myself attractive. So, but I'm like everything's slim down mm-hmm. i can see my neck now you know my cheekbones are Your starting to show fit better than yeah that. yeah yeah so i was like selfie <laughs> selfie let me take a selfie you know that's good man i'm really i'm really like proud of you for what you've thank gone you, through i'm really you, happy you. that you're like you're finding happiness in another aspect of your life just besides music oh yeah and now you can look at yourself in the mirror and be like yeah i'm good this is making me good to see who i see yeah, yeah, yeah. like changing in the mirror yeah yeah i mean that's how Michael, you know, made the man in the mirror. If you want to start blaming people, change yourself first. And Barrows, uh, Miguel's just changing himself for the better. Yeah. I mean, he's fitting the part of an R&B artist. Soon yeah. he's going to be on stage doing the pelvic thrusts. I can just, <laughs> with a bottle of Hennessy. It's going to be great. But um, so you and Stuart ended up finishing the concert together. Yeah. Yeah. So um, he's an R&B, R&B head too. So um, he, I remember him, he asked me, he was like, Is, was this your dream? I was like, yeah, this is what, you know, 10, uh, 15, 20 years ago, this was my dream to be on stage and perform in front of the crowd. Like, this has to be like 15,000 people at the arena. And uh, uh, dreaming that they were singing my songs, every song, every word, and uh, screaming my name. That was that was the dream. Did it, did it, sorry. Did it feel emotional while you were there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like, um, I wish it would have happened during the Partners in Rhyme era, but, you know, it didn't. And uh, I'm glad it didn't because uh, I know how the music industry is now. Yeah. So um, maybe, you know, if <laughs> one day I get to do it in a theater in front of all you guys. Yeah. And you sing every word and sing, chant, and maybe, maybe one day i don't think i'll be chanting mab i think i'll be chanting fiesta over and over again <laughs> that's 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 the one when that thing. song comes yeah. up i'm bringing you to say like hey here's the part <laughs> i'm just being the mad lib. i'll probably be drunk off my ass and be happy but it, it it's weird because i i know a lot of people that feel the same way when it's it's not that their dream is has ended it's yeah. just they they feel especially it's your first concert like yeah. an r&b concert yeah like the emotions that have to go through that it's like when when I was speaking on a stage in front of like my school when I was a kid, I'm not trying to bring this around to be about me. I'm just saying you have something you dreamed about and you thought about doing and you're 
I'm sorry, no, no. I was at the Video Game Awards. I was at the Video Game oh, Awards, oh. and the voiceover artist won the award. I don't know why I was saying I was on stage. <laughs> but watching someone that I looked up to in the voiceover industry, like for video games, I love video games, same as you. Mm. Everybody does. But seeing him win that award, and he'd been snubbed so many times oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. getting this award, yeah. he finally gets it. Yeah. And I was just like, man, this is this is awesome. And then I was like, oh, man, I, I mean, I wanted to work in the video game industry uh, just for storytelling. I, I, I could be a writer, but I can't really design crap, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> um, and then I remember one of the first people I saw as I was leaving was Hideo Kojima. This is about the time he was making Metal Gear Revengeance. Yeah, sorry, we're nerd talking for a second. Yeah. And I passed by. And one of the rules of me being there, or a bunch of my friends being there too, is don't interact with any of the, like, staff or the staff or the people in the industry yeah yeah we're, we're kids we're like 18 19 we're gonna go talk to people oh yeah so i walked up to him and you know i just told him i'm not gonna repeat it now because it sounds stupid but i remember if i could remember meeting him i'd remember this line that day and i just walked to him and spoke to him bowed and told him in japanese hey man i appreciate everything you're doing um he says oh thank you i appreciate your fan and i was like yeah man, this is great and meeting him i was like if i worked in this industry i'd get to meet people like this like meeting yeah. your idols this something one that's or watching someone accept an award for something you dreamed about doing yeah and just i feel that emotion you know i didn't get it at first but then i realized I'm like it's not jealousy it's a different emotion you have when you see you're in the presence of something about people living their dreams and being yeah. happy. That's why, like, when I see you and you're losing your weight yeah. and you're becoming healthy and you're working on your music and you're happy. Yeah. At least you appear happy. Yeah. Are you happy? Oh, of course. Okay, good. I was about to smack you in the face <laughs> if you weren't happy. <laughs> but. I think if I was, I know I, I'm, I am going through. Uh, seasonal some... depression? No. Uh, okay, thank God. I, I was like, please don't tell me that. No. Um. I, I I pretty much announced it the other day that my mom has cancer. So I don't want to talk about that, but all right. Yeah, but I, I, you know, yeah. I, it's it's. I think it's time to get it out because only a few people knew about it. Yeah, and it hasn't been an easy five months. So, um, there's I have been emotional. I have, you know, been fighting back tears. Mm-hmm. So and there's you know there's this. There's days where I get thoughts, well, what if she doesn't wake up? But I know that's just, you know, I'm a, a Christian guy. So I know that's just the enemy putting negativity in my head. Yeah. So I just got to, you know, pray to God to keep her strong, keep our family strong. But it hasn't been easy. Yeah, I I, I would imagine so. I mean, it's it's hard to think about tomorrow when yeah. you're constantly in fear of what's going to happen today. Yeah. yeah. And I, I get that. <clears throat> but I mean, to see you still put on a smile and walk through and keep living your life and doing what you got to do, it's, yeah. it's inspiring to a lot. And a lot of people have to do that. Yeah. And people have to look at these other people that, Hey, they can get through this, use them as a way to seek out strength and say, Hey, if they can do it, I can do it. Yeah. And it's, it, su- it sucks. Cancer is yeah. a stupid thing. Yeah. Like I start cursing more about this stupid illness because it's, it's taken too many and I'm not going to get conspiracy because it's not the time, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially around the holidays oh, yeah. when someone's sick or someone's ill and things are happening. It's, it's when you start to reflect on how much more time I don't want to put this in your head, but it's like mm. how much more time do you have this person? Yeah. It makes you value every second you have oh, yeah. to spend with them. And oh, yeah. I see you're spending time with your family more. Yeah. You just took your brother to Medieval Times and had a great oh, yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um I had I learned this 
I feel way too later in life how much more valuable time with my family is compared to me working all the time or me going out and partying. And I missed out on a lot. And it's funny because some people try to say, why do, you, why do I take so much time off from work or stuff? And it's like, because, well, I'm going to go hang out with my family. Yeah. I mean, more importantly, my dad recently in the past year, last February, he had a stroke. Mm. And he had to totally learn how to walk and speak. Yeah. And it's like... I don't want to be at work not because I'm sad, but because I'm wasting time when this could have been a serious illness. He could yeah. have he could have died. Yeah, and it's like I I get that. To you, uh, you're older than me, okay? Yeah. Not by much, but you are older than me. Mm. If it comes down to choosing to go to work or spend time with your mom or take time from your mom, which I'm glad you t- you're taking time off now to spend time with your mom, do it. Mm. Don't and this goes to anybody out there. If you have a day off and you haven't seen your family or you haven't called them and told them you love them, mm. you you got to stop. Like go call them, yeah. tell them you love them cuz it's like like the saying goes, tomorrow's too far away to yeah. say something about that. I am not I don't know the quote. I'm sorry. <laughs> it just it, it gets me in my feelings thinking about yeah. how much time I lost and I'm glad that you can spend the time with yeah. your mom and yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that because my father told me this a long time ago about his father. Um, uh, he said to him that, yeah, I have to work to provide for you, but my family comes first. Yeah. And work can wait, wait <laughs> for, for, all, for, you know, they got plenty of people. They can wait for, or wait on me. I have yeah. to take care of you guys. So that always stuck in my head for a long time. So What? <sighs> What happened to, I mean, back in the day, that's what it was. It was family first and work second. What happened to our generation or the the times that changed to where work is so, if you take time off to spend with your family, they're pissed off or whatever. This is deadline money. This, it, it, it makes no sense to me because I remember working when I was at Amazon. I didn't even have time to take off when my daughter was born. Yeah. Wow. Like it was just like, oh, you need nine. Oh, I'm sorry. You need to be a full-time employee, not a seasonal employee with a child, which I, I get. I completely get it. Mm-hmm. But I understood why my what you're saying because my dad did the same thing. Mm-hmm. My dad was working. To, to, it was me, my mom, and my two sisters, and we lived comfortably, not extravagantly, but we, you know, I slept on a couch for 18 years of my life. But my dad made sure we had food on the table, right? And, he, and I didn't get how that felt being a dad and being away from family for so long um, until I became a dad. It, mm-hmm. it just, it's sad and. And living with regret of not spending so much time with your family will eat you up. Yeah. Like, yeah. period. Yeah. Like, God forbid something happens to any of your family members, but you don't want to live with the regret said, man, I should have spent more time with them. Yeah. And yeah. the other saying that I know, which is probably worse saying that I know, is there are only two times in life when everybody gets together during the family. Someone says, That's oh, true. the holidays. No, no. It's during a funeral. No. Yeah. Or during a marriage. Yeah. It's one's, hey, happy for life, and the other one, sadly, is one yeah. the end of life. Yeah. But I don't know, man. It, it, I just would hate for something to happen to your mom. And I, I, how are things going, by the way? Like, how is her treatment going? Well, uh, she's going for her fifth one um, this Thursday coming up. And she has one more chemo treat, treatment, I think, the 8th of December. Mm-hmm. And then she starts radiation for five weeks. So... Basically, what happened, my mom has stage three uh, cancer in her uterus back in June. Um, July, they removed the uterus. Full hysterectomy? Yeah. But the cancer spread a little bit into her abdomen. Mm -hmm. But they say they caught it on time. So they wanted to do chemo to kill off the spread. 
and yeah it is it's not easy you know she's uh uh her hair is gone she's losing her eyebrows um she's not um she's she can't uh hold any food in you know just because of the chemo yeah yeah the therapy yeah and it's uh i think it takes like 10 days before she can go back to normal but since she can't put food in her body or, or drink anything because she'll throw it up or it doesn't taste well and her stomach's a mess, it's taking a toll on her kidneys because yeah. her kidneys haven't got any fluid. Mm-hmm. So they have, they have to bring a nurse in, I think, twice a week to put an IV in Intravenous, her. yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, when I heard that, I was just kind of like, you know. Uh, I, mean, I remember when she first told me that she had cancer. Uh, my brother was in the kitchen. I was in the living room. And uh, I, I hung up the phone after we talked, and then I got emotional. I walked out of the living room, went in my uh, uh, bedroom, and started crying. Yeah. Because I didn't want him to see it. And I don't know if it's just a guy thing or uh, a Puerto Rican thing, but uh, I have this thing where, you know, I love all you guys. You guys, mm. you guys are like my family. But, uh, uh, I feel like I have to put a front for you guys because I don't want you to see me break down. Yeah. Like I'm about to do right now. Yeah. Uh, give me a moment. Uh. Oh, man. This is the first time you can see me watch like this. <laughs> Ah, nah. It, it just while well, you take a second, yeah. um, it's not. I mean, first off, happy Puerto Rican heritage. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's not a Puerto Rican thing. Um, it's it's something we have to go through as men. Yeah. We we don't like to show weakness. Yeah. And um, it kind of gets me a little worked up too. Yeah. Um, when my grandfather passed away, I remember doing the same thing. Um. I remember doing it a lot is separating myself from everybody. And I can't hold in the emotion. I have to let it out behind closed doors. And then it makes me able to walk out the room and keep going. And it's, it's not a cultural thing. It's a sex thing. I think that's how we're programmed as men. We're, look down upon if we show weakness. And I remember the first holiday, because my grandfather passed away right before um, Christmas. And I remember getting my present. My grandmother gave me my grandfather's peacoat. My grandfather had nice coats and I got his long peacoat and I still have that in storage. I've been trying to frame it once I get my own big house, you know, put it up there. But I remember like get everybody getting our presents and looking around and I don't see my dad anywhere. And I ended up seeing my dad in my, uh, my sister's room and he was crying. And me, I battled a lot of emotions growing up, and I know how that feels, and I know you have to be left alone, but in that moment, I couldn't leave my dad alone. I think that probably yeah. meant a little more to him. I walked in the room. I, you see him. It's like out of those movies when you see a creak of a door and you see someone crying. Yeah. And I went in, and I hugged him, and I told him I missed him too. <clears throat> um, it, 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 it's, it's not a cultural thing. It's something we as men for some stupid god-awful reason have been taught not to show emotion yeah. but sometimes you have to yeah you yeah. you have to let people know hey look i am hurting yeah um 
this is what I have to do to be okay and be comfortable, but I'll be fine. Yeah. And just that line alone sounds stupid to me saying this, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, you should know that the people you say you love should have enough love for you back yeah. to understand and be like, hey, we're going to give you your time. But then, hey, let's go get some bacon and eggs. Let's go eat. <laughs> let's go do something to yeah. bring you back up. Yeah. Yeah. You, you shouldn't suffer alone. Yeah. No one should ever have to suffer alone. I mean, we're older now. We've yeah. all gone through kind of the same stuff. And... Personally, um, my mother had the same thing. She mm-hmm. had a hysterectomy because they found, you know, cancer cells. Yeah. And I have a tendency to act to keep my personality in train where people think I'm always happy. You see me at work. I'm yeah, always, yeah. you know, happy yeah. and joking. And I do that specifically because I don't want people to say, hey, what's going on? Because I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. Type of thing. And you, you'd understand. Yeah. You're, you're a happy-go-lucky person yeah. to work to. You don't let anything in the outside yeah. happen to you. And to hear about your mom, when I heard about that, it just brought back the thought of me like hearing that and be like, oh, it's okay. We'll, we'll get you in, in help or whatever. Yeah. You're going to be fine. You know, you yeah. say that on the outside, but on the inside, you're, you're heartbroken. Yeah. I mean, you saying your dad worked all the time means your relationship with your mother is probably better than with your father. God forbid. I mean, just throwing that well, out I, there. Well, they're both, I have both a great relationship with both. So. Oh, okay. Like, See, with me, for, for both. <laughs> I'm not saying, oh, your dad was terrible. No, 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 no. <laughs> not saying that at all. I'm like, with me growing up, my dad was always gone. So my mom became my best friend. Yeah. I went to her for everything. And when I heard that, I had to fake it and be like, hey, it's okay. You're going to be fine. Mm. And then I remember her, we were sitting out front of here smoking a cigarette. And I came back inside and it was just like quiet. I think I was standing right there and I was just like, like mad, like pissed off, you yeah. know, like that's what happens at first. It's like, you just get really angry. Like why, yeah. why, what did she do? What did she do to anybody? Yeah. Like, you know, but you, and just going back over everything, don't ever think you have to suffer alone. If you need yeah. someone to talk to, I mean, I live down the street. We can talk <laughs> more. <laughs> We're here. Yeah. We're talking to like 30 people that listen to us right now. So, but, <laughs> but you guys should take this message. I mean, from us, Especially if you're a guy. Yeah. Don't be afraid to talk to your so-called friends. If they are your yeah. friends and they're guys, they understand. Yeah, you yeah. don't have to yeah. suffer alone. It's worse for you. Yeah. So, anyway, let's get off sad topics <laughs> for a second. <laughs> yeah. Let me talk about something that pisses me off. So sick and angry. Yeah, I don't like to see people cry. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to cry. <laughs> um, California just passed a law. Okay. Oh, As yeah, you know, yeah. a lot of I'm us sorry. at work, we stop smoking cigarettes and we switch to <laughs> vaping. It's a dumb subject, but hey, I'm going to bring it up because I'm pissed because it's going to make sense in a second. I started vaping to get off smoking cigarettes. My, uh, I kicked cigarettes in college, then I brought them back up and I became a little hooked. So now it's like, I need a nicotine binge, nicotine and caffeine, you know, yeah. the, the blue collar man's elixir. <laughs> but California just passed a law saying that there's no longer going to be the sale of flavored vapes. So you can't get like the blue raspberry or snurfle turfle. I don't even know if that's a real name, but they have some whack ass names for these vape flavors. Dude. <laughs> and in my head, all I'm thinking is have you vaped or anybody that's vaped before vaped the tobacco flavor of vape juice nicotine? It tastes awful. So I'm thinking it's going to bring people back to smoking cigarettes. <laughs> and I hate that. I mean, all these people that tried to quit now, they're like, oh, hey, now you can just smoke regular nicotine tobacco. It tastes disgusting. Artificial tobacco tastes gross, and it makes me want to smoke a cigarette again. But well, why, do they, why do they pass that law? They pa- Hear me out. They pass this law because parents don't want to be parents. They're afraid <laughs> that all these juice-looking <laughs> flavors or sweet flavors are attracting kids to vaping. 
No, it's bad parenting. That's what true, that is. True. Watch what your kids are doing. And it, it just upsets me. I mean, I'm still going to go to Vegas and buy my stuff. But right. But it just... I know you as someone who doesn't smoke or drink. No, I'm still no. very respectful of that. <laughs> it takes a lot for a man to not smoke or drink. So, kudos oh, to you. Yeah, I have... Well... I guess you could say it's the way I was brought up, or it's just like, like Batman. He has that one rule that he doesn't kill. And me, it's just I have these just these rules that I just don't do. So, um, and I respect that. Yeah, and I'm you know me pretty well, and to know that I'm very different from everyone else. I see the world different. Oh, yeah. from everyone else. When everyone goes left, I go right. Huh. Not a political way. No, no. don't get confused. <laughs> I just kind of think. I'm more of a leader. He doesn't not a go follower. with the grain. Yeah, he's he's that hair that goes against the grain. I mean, he's he grows up in America from a Puerto Rican family. He doesn't yeah. drink at all. Yeah, he and he's very. I don't I don't know if the word self reliant, but he like he doesn't give in to peer pressure. Period. Yeah. Like yeah. there's been times where he's like, you want to drink? Nah, I'm good. Nah. Do you want to smoke? No. Nah. I mean the smoking I get because you you're a singer. Yeah. You don't want to ruin yeah. your voice like I have with mine. Anyway. I respect that. Yeah. People should respect that. If people yeah. don't want to do these things, they're like, hey, you know, you should have a drink with us. No, nah, I don't drink. Oh, come on, man. It's one drink. No, <laughs> he doesn't want to drink. Leave him alone. Yeah. And I've done that before where yeah. I stick up for people like, oh, I got to yeah. drive. No, one drink's like, hey, he already said he doesn't want to drink. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. Like, do you want a soda? Do you want a water? Yeah. You know, yeah. just be that person that doesn't peer pressure. We're adults yeah. now. We can get in some serious trouble. <laughs> I don't want to see someone get a DUI. Anyway, well, that's probably why people don't invite me to anywhere anymore. <laughs> I've heard you from know what? A lot that of people makes, from lately. That makes sense. A lot of our like friends, you know, they drink, they party, and stuff. I got invited to a party. I'm oh, sorry, no, no. Uh, it was Willie Boy's Willie Boy's birthday. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about this. They were like, "Hey, we're doing Willie Boy's birthday. It's a surprise." Yeah. I'm like, "Oh, okay. When? Oh, this Saturday. Oh, sweet. I'm off. What time? Like six, seven? Like no, ten? Huh? A.M." No, no, no. 10 p.m. it starts. The party starts at 10. 10. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> you know, in my head, I'm like, dude, you know you're not going. Because your bedtime's at 9. <laughs> 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 like, I I have so much more joy out of laying down with my girl and just watching like Absolutely. a movie on Netflix. Absolutely. Like, I don't want to get up, get out of bed and go drinking. I'm like, my body's going to hurt in the morning. I'm uh, old. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, just, yeah. I don't want to do that. Like, if we start off at like 7 and... Ended we, it at 10 ended or 11. Ended at 10, 11. Okay, good. cool. That's cool. cool. That makes sense. We had a great time. But to start at 10 and go on to like 2 o'clock, nah. Nah, my guy. Yeah. I can't do it. It just sucks for me. I can't do it anymore. Yeah. I used to and do I used that to in my all, 20s. We used to do it all the time. Dude, yeah. I remember being a kid and sneaking out at like 8 o'clock. Like, yeah. oh, I'm going to go to bed early. But my parents really didn't care. They trusted me. <laughs> but I would go and we'd go to one house. We'd hang out. We'd party, whatever. Hey, let's go to the beach. And mind you, we're like an hour and a half from the beach in, in traffic. But it's like, what, an hour to get down to yeah. LA? And we just go there till the sun like rose and we'd come back and go to school on a Monday. Like yeah, it was yeah. ridiculous. We'd be fine. But now I'm like, my body can't take that anymore. Yeah. Have I done so much damage to it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's just, we're getting older. We're, we're getting yeah. older. And it's like tonight, like uh, tonight we're having our, it's close to Thanksgiving. We're having our Friendsgiving, which we do before we all go with our families and which you're invited to. I told you, if you're not doing anything today, come through. Um, I thought it was yesterday to be honest. That's what I was like, oh, he's going to his concert. I didn't invite him. That's what I was like, oh, because my girl told me last night, oh no, it's tomorrow. Like, because I was like, where is everybody? She's like, what are you talking about? Like, you haven't started the turkey or anything? It's tomorrow, jackass. Oh, oh, my bad. That's why I was going to go to work because yeah, I thought yeah, it was yeah. today. But it's today. Come through. It, we end up gathering up, um, just spending good time. We don't get drunk. We, we're going to start like five or six. 
Um, I'm making a specialty cocktail because, mm. you know, I'm the bartender of the group. I'm making cranberry martinis. Yeah. It's going to be great with a little bit of cognac. Um, but we gather around. We just talk about what's going on with our lives. Mm. We made it a statement to always get together around Thanksgiving, no matter where we are in life. Yeah. Um, one of us has a new child. He's a baby, so he hangs out with us. It's just a good time. And we all say our goodbyes like 10, 11, because we're all like parents and adults. Yeah. We got to go home. Yeah. Yeah. And it's fine. I love it. We play card games. We sometimes will play Super Smash Brothers for a couple minutes. <laughs> but it's it's a good time because <clears throat> a lot of us don't spend that just like camaraderie time where we're not just drunk and belligerent and partying and going out places. We're just hanging course, out, having a good meal and telling stories. That's what I like now. I That's like what just it relaxing. Should be. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't have to be a party. Party, yeah. Or going to club or get yeah, blue. Dude, I see so many people from work just going out and clubs, clubbing yeah. all the time. Like once in a while. Okay, cool. We actually just went to um, one of my buddies DJed Cosmos. He DJed at that bar over by this place. Anyway. And he's like, hey, come through. I'm like, you know, we'll go. We'll have a great time. Yeah. We went, we sat, we had a couple of drinks. And then here's where it got interesting. We were texting them stupid songs as requests to play. <laughs> they were like, SpongeBob, to the jellyfish song. And he's looking at his phones. We're looking at him. We're like, oh, no, no. It gets better. <clears throat> Someone hits an airdrop and sends it to us. It's just like, hey, if you need this, 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 blah, blah, text this number. And we're like, wait a second. Airdrop. I looked at my girl. And she's like, I'm already on it. We started airdropping for an hour, just random shit to people. Wow. All, and we're looking around. And everybody's opening it up. And like one was um, somebody airdropped like a nude photo of like a a, a a girl. And we were like, oh, this is getting cringy now. So we started just sending random memes to people. And we're watching around. Everybody's opening their phones. We felt like freaking like terrorists. <laughs> it was bad. <laughs> but it was hilarious. And I was like, huh. I wonder if the TVs in, in this place are password protected. She goes, what do you mean? I'm like, well, they're displaying images which is coming off of Wi-Fi. So if you connect to the Wi-Fi, basically you Chromecast or, oh, or Apple's okay. mirror, yeah, yeah, mirror yeah, screen. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if I could do it. I, I tried for like 30 minutes to get to the screen. I'm like, oh, I'm going to mess with these people so bad. <laughs> but didn't end up going through. We ended up dancing. Um, I saw Lopez, um, Third Watch Lopez. Uh, oh, uh, Jay? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw him there. Um, I walked up behind him. And you know how when I dress out in public, I look totally different than I look oh, yeah, at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I walked up. I was like, I told my girl, I'm going to go beat that guy's ass right now. Why? He winked at me. She goes, what? She goes, no, stop. <laughs> she seriously thought I was going to walk up. I walked behind him with my hand on his shoulders like, hey, man, pretend like we're in an argument. What's up, Munoz? I was like, hey, what's up, bud? And he's like, we're just looking back and forth. And I said, you know what? Fine, then. I'm glad you're here. You look great. What do you smell like? He says, oh, I love that cologne on you. Get out of here. So I walked back. She happened. I'm like, nah, it's cool. I just know that guy from work. She goes, oh my God, you're an idiot. <laughs> you got, I was bored. I had to do something. But man, oh, yeah, I can't party anymore. I just can't. No. I just want to sit down and relax with people. Yeah. But in other news, we have been watching movies. Okay. Yes. Sadly, we still haven't seen Halloween. You haven't seen it yet, have you? I saw it on Peacock. Oh, it's on Peacock? Yeah. The new one? Yeah. Ah, oh, damn. I got Peacock. I got to watch it. Because I was like, if this is not good, I'd rather just watch it here instead of yeah. spending 14, 15 bucks on something that I'm going to be pissed off about. Yeah. You know? And then we saw Black Adam. Yes. Which we're supposed to talk about tomorrow. Yes. I got to get back with Cole and bring him back yes. on. You know, our movie, comic, book, nerd yeah. guy. Yeah. We love him for it. Um, But we saw Black Adam. And then the new one we have to see, which we're supposed to see today. But like I said, I didn't know the Friendsgiving was today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. was Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Um, one of my buddies, uh, y'all might know him from some shows and some popularity things. Uh, but anyway, he <laughs> sees Wakanda and he sh- goes in the shirt I got him for his birthday. It's like yeah. a, a very dressy shirt you would see in Wakanda forever. And he said there's a part in it that 
everybody keeps talking about. It's just the intro, the very beginning scene. Oh yeah, where it's the remembrance of yeah, yeah. Chadwick Boswick. Yeah, or Ch- Chadwick Boseman. I think it's Bosman. Bosman, Bosman, Bosman. Sorry. Um, and he said it was just quiet, mm. but it was people. He looked around and there were people like sad. Like it was yeah, very yeah. sad. And it's yeah. a very, I'm expecting a very emotional scene because we knew what was going on with him. Yeah. And man, I'm so excited because when you see a movie that brings on emotion, mm-hmm. it's, you know, they've done a good job. Yeah. And it's only got a rating of like seven everywhere. The average score is like seven. I think only one person has it an eight, but a seven's still a good score. It means it's, yeah. it's a Marvel movie. Yeah. It's going to be good. I'm, I'm excited. And then they already spoiled who the new Black Panther is, which we already knew from the get-go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they should bring back Killmonger as a different timeline Black Panther. Just throwing that out there. We'll talk about it more later, but I think that could be a thing. Um, what else do we have going on? Uh, the holidays are coming up, mm-hmm. besides the album that I get listen to tonight. Yeah. Um, God of War came out. Yes. And you have still yet to play it? I've played, I'm on about four hours in. Uh, four hours? And I was okay. actually was playing it before I came over here. Okay. So, so I'm going to get mad at this man right now. It's hard for me to do that, <laughs> but I'm going to do it. It's actually really easy because he does dumb things. <laughs> he gets God of War. I still haven't picked my copy up yet. Okay. Gets God of War. And I was like, oh, how's the game? Oh, I haven't played it yet. Oh, one day. Okay, whatever. Second day. Hey, man, you played God of War? Nah, I'm still trying to finish Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. I was like, are you serious? You have a 10 out of 10 game here <laughs> against a 6, almost 7 game, and you're trying to finish this game? Play God of War. Apparently, you play as another character. I don't know if you got on that part yet. No. I haven't got oh, it's going to be good. So. Uh, someone spoiled it on TikTok for me. I hate that damn thing. <laughs> but um, speaking of TikTok, can we go there? What pops up on your TikTok just as you scroll, as you're feeding? Uh, Jesus. What? Um. Uh, Let's find out right now. There we go. Just scroll through five things and give me a rundown of what happened in those five things. Oh, vamp boy, he looks for his. TikTok. <laughs> TikTok in China, where it's made. What was it? It's, uh, uh, I've seen this, this couple before. I guess they do, like, they're a Spanish couple. So they do, like, the, this, uh, like, Telemundo kind of dramatic thing for like two three minutes and it's about it which uh it's funny i've seen like maybe four or five clips of it mm-hmm. and i think it's like uh i don't know what this one's about <laughs> oh it's like extravagant over yeah, yeah, yeah. dramatic telemundo stuff yeah so she's basically uh she wants to i guess figure out what she want or what what they want to eat eat and he has to do this telemundo Dramatic. Dramatic thing. It's just like, <laughs> stop already. Stop. So what's the next one? Next one. I don't want to work on my birthday. <laughs> it means, it means, sounds like a complaint because it's, it is shit. Who, I mean, he wrote this wrong. Some people can't read. Anyway, where I'm going with this is, that's Thirst Trap. Thirst yeah. Trap. Yeah. 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 Thirst Trap? No. It's, uh, uh, I guess this actress is coming out that she's, uh, gay. Okay. Just scroll quickly. Let me know how many thirst traps you get. (laughs) 
The more I'm listening to this, I'm getting upset because I'll, I'll get to one in a second. What is this? Third strap? No. I was just talking. It's an advertiser. When you ask the wrong friend for relationship advice. <laughs> so anyway, um, the point of this. In China, where this this app is centrally located, um, Bit something owns it. Anyway, in China, it's all educational videos, okay, yeah, yeah, in their country. Yeah. It's all educational. Like, oh, the number one, I was reading this article, the number one um, aspiration for kids is they want to be astronauts in China. You know what the number one inspiration for kids in America is? Uh, influencers. Social media influencers. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. And I'm like, huh. Let me go through my TikTok, see what shows up. <laughs> Start going through. Like every eighth video or every like fifth video, it's pretty common, is Thirst Trap. Oh, of course. Thirst Trap. And I'm usually mad because I'm like, man, I don't really search up Thirst Traps, but it just comes up, whatever. And it's always when I'm laying down and my girl can see my phone. She's like, why do you get so many Thirst Traps? I'm like, I don't know. Do you want to go through it? I mean, I don't... Anyway. I love the comment section on TikTok because it never fails. Every thirst trap video I've been seeing, I look at the comments and they're always saying, hey man, 12 days down, stay strong, brother. Because <laughs> if you guys didn't know, it's no nut November. <laughs> Everybody that says, what's her at? And then someone will reply to it, stay strong, brother. Everybody, every guy right now on TikTok is just telling us to stay strong, strong. And I love it. It's like a movement that's going on. I want to start making signs, say, stay strong, brother. It's still no nut November. <laughs> wow. And I've gone... 13 days solid. Wow. Yeah. Poor Amari. Yeah. 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 Let me, t- I, I, let's, I want to say something about you and Amari. Uh, you guys already know this. Oh, well, you and Amari know this. Uh, some people know. You guys, either they're my parents, you guys are my favorite couple. Well, I have an announcement to make. <laughs> We're breaking up. <laughs> And he said, <laughs> <laughs> he looks at me like you're serious. <laughs> you no, no, that's not going to happen. No, uh, yeah, uh, those, those, you guys are, are so perfect for each other. Yeah. Um, even you guys is, I wouldn't call it arguments because you guys are arguments are more like little debates. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, uh, I, I know you hate it when I say this, but, uh, she's like the female version of you. Don't she, put that in my mind. I, I love myself so much as it is. It's like looking in a mirror. No, I'm kidding. Because you guys love the same things. Mm-hmm. You guys love the same music. You guys love video games and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 inspiring as a songwriter. It's inspiring. Thank so. you. I, I appreciate that. Well, no, it's what makes it easy is um, I'm I'm neurotic <laughs> for the most part. Like I make her laugh all the time. Yeah. And I anybody that wants to you know a leg up in the dating world make her laugh i mean everybody can buy her things everybody can you know get her things but making a woman genuinely laugh is is and keep them entertained is is the hard part like me i'm always doing stupid stuff like last night i went over because we were helping prep for today's thanksgiving and i was she's like shh be quiet because someone's sleeping on the couch it was her um her mom's boyfriend was sleeping on the couch because he fell asleep there whatever i was like okay i'll be quiet and i'm just doing this weird dance quietly behind her as she's walking around. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, shh, I'm sneaking. <laughs> and she's trying to stop from laughing because she doesn't want me. I'm like, shh, you're going to wake him up. Shh, quiet. And I'm just doing this. The entire time we're walking around the house, I'm doing this dance. And she gets to the room. She's like, you're so stupid. And she's laughing the entire time. She's like, are you doing that the whole time? The whole time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you walk into a girl's like heart, make them laugh. 
but yeah no i i appreciate that because it's it's this relationship's pretty easier mainly because um i'm more open and honest yeah. like i'm just completely honest there's no point to lie about anything i'm just yeah. like hey she's like why do you get thirst traps on your phone i don't know maybe i was trying to look at girls i have no idea and then <laughs> it's like you get a lot of the same type of girl do you look like you well yeah well there you go <laughs> <laughs> but no it's just i don't feel a need to be anybody else but for the most part myself there's still you know the emotional side i kind of hide and she doesn't like that but it's it's not that i don't trust her with the emotional side it's just i have programmed myself to not show so much emotion um she notices she's like why do you cry at like movies or you get so excited at like things i'm like well because that's the moment when it's okay to show this emotion like we were watching something and um I, I started getting teary-eyed and she goes, oh, it was Umbrella Academy and there was a wedding scene. She goes, why are you crying? I'm like, I always cry at weddings. Like, it's beautiful. And she goes, you're really weird. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I, I know. She's like, oh, you're so cute. You cry at weddings. It's like, why aren't you emotional all the time? I'm like, because this isn't all the time. We're watching a movie. It's okay to be emotional during yeah. this scene. But I think in, in, in this generation, we're going off different topics here. So I, I hope everybody enjoys this. Yeah, it's so, fine because uh, we're being weird today. It's an off yeah. top, off topic uh, shoot. We haven't had it, you know. I'm pretty sure we had a conversation at work, but never at a podcast. I think uh, for guys to show emotion towards a woman, I think we're more hesitant because we're afraid that it might get used against us. Yeah, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, and uh, it's probably. I, I would say it's one of the reasons why I stay single, and mm. yeah, it sucks. But you know, I'm I'm I prefer to stay single than to get uh, used and abused and heart get heartbroken. And uh, I've been told, well, not all women are like that, but I can tell you, women, not all guys think like me. Yeah, you know, so yeah, I am a I'm a gentleman. I'll I'll treat a lady like a queen, like the way she's supposed to. Yeah, but women, you have to treat us equally too you, you always say you you want you know equal pay this and that but when it comes to relationship when we treat you right we also want to be treated fairly too we um i wine and dine you but us guys want to feel wanted too. yeah you and know? he's not just saying that as people are like oh he just wants sex no it's not sexually no okay if a man is providing for you and i was always taught this growing up to a man's providing for you you know, he's taking care of all the bills, whatever. If he's sitting down on the couch and you just show up with a beer in your hand or like a sandwich, not just doing the whole, oh, make me a sandwich type of thing, but it's just, you just show up and without being asked, just be like, hey, hey, babe, here's a beer. Oh, thank you. That lights us up. Oh, man. It yeah. lights us up like crazy. Yeah. Like yeah. even just, you know what's crazy too, now that we're on this topic, because I love talking about this because it yeah. makes me emotional, is getting complimented oh, as a yes. man. Yes. How hard is that? Yeah, it, oh my right? god! You may, you in your head you're like, oh, they're just lying, they're joking, or they're 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 just saying that they yeah. don't mean it. Yeah, it's so weird, right? It's weird. Why why is that a thing? If a guy says, "Hey man, you're doing great, bro," we feel it. We feel but when it, a yeah. girl, does, girl it, does it, it's just like it's just like we question it. Like, yeah, it's que- that's what it is. We question yeah. it, and it's it's not. I'm sorry, it's not to to pick on you, ladies. It's just uh, us guys are not used to it. We no, don't, we don't know. Like I've been hurt a lot, so. Yeah. To hear that, it's just kind of like, okay, what's your angle? What you yeah, that's what it is. It's like, what's, what's your, your ulterior motive? Yeah. Why are you complimenting yeah. me? Yeah. What do you want? 
<laughs> like, why, why do you all of a sudden you're hitting me up? What do you want? What we we barely talk, and all of a sudden you're texting me every day. What is this? What do you want? Another thing that that brings me to that is the whole not showing emotions to girls or whatnot about it being used. Excuse me, against you. Is it more like does she have an image of your head or an image in her head about you, and you don't want to ruin that image, so oh, you yeah, don't want to show yeah. her your true self? Yeah, it's like you're afraid to act you know, zany or sporadic or crazy. Cause she's like, Oh, what is this nerd or this geek or whatever, like spaz type of thing. (laughs) You don't want to show that because you're afraid they won't accept who you really are. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, that doesn't happen. Girls already. No, no, no. It happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's like you dress nice, you smell nice. And then you're like, Oh, I like playing Dungeons and Dragons and I dress up in cosplay and stuff. And it's like, Oh, that's, that's nerdy. I didn't want that. But you wanted the guy that drove a Mercedes Benz and wore a suit all the time. Well, this is who I also am. Yeah. This is another aspect of my life. Yeah. And they don't want that. They just want exactly. this. Yeah. I don't it's, know, it's, man. It's, it's tough for us, us guys. Yeah. They want to find love and you can't find Not them. only is it tough to be with a woman, it's tough to get to being with a woman. I say that because misinterpreted signals, if you come oh, off absolutely. too aggressive... They'll call the cops on you and all this. Not that I'm saying that happens, but it does. <laughs> if you get too aggressive, girls just are get turned off by that. And it's just, it's, I would love it if people just were more honest about what they wanted, yeah. what they said. Like, yeah. hey, you know what? I don't find you like as dating material, but maybe, maybe right. in a right. little bit, I'll find right. that attraction. Because you can build an attraction to yeah. a person. Yeah. Yeah. Like right now, as you're losing weight, I feel more attracted to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit, come here now. <laughs> it's easy there, B Rab. He's looking like Eminem from Eight Mile right now. It's he's great. Got the beanie on. He's from New York, and he had yeah, to wear yeah. the black beanie all black. Yeah, yeah. But, no. Um, but no, dude, I totally get it. Like, showing emotion to women, for one, is hard. Oh, yeah. Two, getting compliments is even harder from a woman. Oh, yeah. And just the dating scene's kind of changed nowadays. It's just if you're not making, which. I love the statistics they always put out. Making six figures a year, you're not worth anything as a man to a woman. Yeah. Dude, that's like the 10% of the entire male population makes six figures a year. Yeah, yeah. Like, we barely make six figures a year. Like, and it's rough. We have to put a lot of work in to get that. Oh, you God. You know Dude, what? I hated that year. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, but you made so much money. No. no. I literally lived at work. We all lived at work for oh, this COVID yeah, year. Yeah. But. It was, it was a nightmare. Yeah. What's your ideal woman besides a woman that loves R&B? Um, physically, she has to be all natural. I think no... Do you like the all natural? You don't uh, want like plastic it's, or anything? No. no it's, beauty is natural. Natural is beauty. You yeah, know, it's I'm true. I'm going to write a song about that. Uh, but anyway... Um, <laughs> I think Drake already did. Did he? You know, chilling with no makeup on. That's when you're... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he's a rapper. I'm a singer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, someone who's... I even... There's a song I did of one of my friends wrote it uh, 11 years ago. Uh, it's called Who Can I Love? And in that song, um, I was talking to her because I was I, I just gotten out of a relationship. And it was a really tough one. And uh, I didn't know how to deal with it. So I'm not I'm not going to go with what happened in a relationship. A lot, some people knew, know about it. Um, uh and I talked to her and she kept asking, well, what do you want to find a woman, this, this, and that? And I basically told her, I, well, the woman, I want this, this, and that, this, and that, this, and that. So she wrote into the song. So basically, I'm trying to find one who's uh, independent. 
doesn't mm. have to rely on me on anything. Who's strong, um, open-minded, not afraid to call my BS out. Yeah. Um, but also not afraid when I call her BS out. Yeah. You know, um, someone who's going to be uh, respectful. Um, uh, what's, what's another one I was looking for? Someone I just had in my head too. Who's gonna Who's gonna be my peace instead of my uh, your that, chaos? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Someone who's gonna calm me down when you know as the roads get tougher. Who's not gonna leave when it gets tough? Who's gonna be there by my side? Do you think it's hard to find that now? Oh yeah. Like Very. I mean, something like that that you're asking. It doesn't sound. It doesn't listening to it doesn't sound like a lot, but in our generation of what it is, it's a lot harder to find an old school woman like that. Yeah. Because that is the old school life. They get through with the chaos to bring you peace. But nowadays, it's just like materialistic and more status that yeah, they want. Yeah, yeah. And it, it sucks because they'll get through so many guys that are just shit. Exactly. And it's just not helping. I mean, me personally, when me when I deal with Amari, not deal with her, but when <laughs> some of the things that I brought up all the time was like, hey, look at... Um, I know I'm not the best in status, mm-hmm. okay, but I'm working hard to make sure that I don't have to be broke or poor, right. and I do that, and I don't want to be just, my account goes to paying for everything, and I never get to enjoy life, right. like, I want to be able to split things with yeah. you, and at the time, our biggest argument was, you're working at some place that doesn't value your time mm-hmm. and your knowledge, and you're you can see that by how you're being paid and how your your conditioning is. You need to get a better job. But at the same time, she loved where she worked. Yeah. And what drove that love down for her work was the way she was being treated mm-hmm. at her job, just by the upper management and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this isn't fair. Like, it's not how you should be treated. I get you love what you do. I completely do. I, 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 I'm jealous of that. Mm-hmm. But you're an adult now. We're not kids anymore. Like, we have to think about future stuff. Like, hey, I, you need to make more money so we can put together for a house, travel, do this stuff. Never have to worry about, f- <coughs> excuse me, I had to sneeze, <laughs> about being, like, financially stable. We got to we gotta be okay. We're adults now. We, we don't want to get older and still, you know, live in shacks or, like, we want a nice house. We want to build a, a home together, yeah. you know, type of thing. And she finally got that and then she got a new job and she loves it. She's doing great and she's making a lot more money, getting a lot more respect, getting paid on time. Yeah. It's just like, see, do you understand what I was saying? She's like, yeah, like I, I have a lot more money, opportunities, like I can move up, I can get these things. I'm like, see, like I didn't tell you or bring you down and say your job was shit yeah. because of what, like I always told you, it's not you, it's your job. Your job is shit. I'm not saying you're a shitty person. It's your job was treating you unfairly. Yeah. And I wanted someone to be my partner. I'm not looking for a woman. I'm looking for a partner. Yeah. I mean, I want to make a life with you. I want to make sure that we never have to struggle for things. Mm -hmm. Like I watched my parents do for so many years. Mm. And now she's doing amazing. I don't really have anything to complain about her. Like that was my only complaint was I want want a partner that can go 50-50 with me. Yeah, yeah. Like to work with. Um, Because I was always... Even most of my relationships, the one that was making the money. Yeah. Whether where I mean, I'm making more now, but even before, I was the only one that was making money, legitimately. <laughs> um, but I, I love it. I think that's what everybody should look for: is stop looking for so much like materialistic things. And she's she's upset because she's been gaining weight, and I'm like, that's cool. 
Don't bug me. There's nothing wrong. I'm like, I gain weight too. I mean, here's the thing too. What people need to understand, if you want a 10, you need to be a 10. That's it. Don't be asking for something that you're not. Yeah. Okay. It's a give and take. If you want, oh, I want a model. Are you a model? Exactly. No. Okay, cool. Are you, are you close to making what models make and, you know, the, the adventurous lifestyle? No. Then you're not getting a model. Not saying date in your range because I never say there's a range for anybody. If you like someone enough, there's a guaranteed way to get them. I mean, you see, which is crazy because I see it all the time in the city. I see big dudes, like heavy set dudes with beautiful women. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, he's got money. I'm like, nah, he's just confident. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. well, they got the confidence for money. Okay, you can get him something else. Mm-hmm. Confidence in something like that is what's going to give you that, that out of that grade. Like, oh, I'm, she's a 10, I'm a 5. Okay. Then get a personality and boost yourself up to a seven, and she'll bring <laughs> yeah. it down a little bit. Averages, yeah, guys. Yeah. Everything comes down to math. But <laughs> you want to find someone who has the same mindset as you, who thinks like you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like you said, you want you want these criteria. Yeah. And most of it's just I want a woman. I don't want a girl. Yeah. Like you want someone exactly. to go all exactly. That's the exactly. thing. There's difference between people with mindsets. Yeah. And we're adults now. We don't really care if. <sighs> It's sad to say because opportunities kind of are hard to get and stuff, but like, I don't think I can date someone that's working at like a McDonald's. And I'm not saying that's that's towards anybody that works at McDonald's. That's fine. That's just my personally. It's I don't think unless you have aspirations and you're working on something on the mm-hmm. side, if you're just comfortable working at McDonald's, I don't think that's in my my call. And I can be honest about that because that's not what I see would help me build a future and be successful and be happy, yeah. you know? Nothing wrong with that, anybody. If you work at McDonald's, that's cool. Do your thing, get your bread. Yeah. But it's just me personally. Just like someone saying, oh, I don't want to date a guy with glasses. Oh, well, I wear glasses. Unless I get contacts. Yeah. Sorry. I'm not your guy. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> this thing, too, is you can't let one girl who doesn't like something about you stop you from wanting to put yourself out there and date other people. Yeah. I mean... This girl doesn't like glasses. This girl loves glasses. And she also has the same personality as you. And she likes what you want to do. Oh, sweet. I got a bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Build it like a D&D character. But no, I get it. I mean, I hope you eventually find a woman that loves you for you. I mean, you being an artist alone is kind of a big plus. Yeah. Me, I'm just a nerd and I read a lot. That's that's well, really I'm it. I'm a nerd too. I mean, you know. I, yeah, I, but I don't see you as nerdy as me though. I still think you're cooler <laughs> than me. Like that's what's weird is people are like, oh, you have so many friends stuff. Yeah, I still think Barrios is cooler than me because he's an artist and he's honed his craft and he doesn't drink or smoke. That's highly respectable. Like yeah. in this world, I I find you cooler than yeah. me. Like well, it's just plain and simple. Well, like I said, I just see. I don't think. Well, at high school, I was never popular. <laughs> I was, I was, a, a anybody knew, I was extremely shy, extremely shy in, in high school. And I was, uh, I still think of me as a, as a nerd. I, I'm shy, but not as bad as I was. Yeah. Um, uh, I think the music pretty much gave me that boost. Yeah. Uh, I, I remember the first time my family saw me perform many years ago and they were like, Who's this guy? Like, is this <laughs> he's the unrecognizable. And Christmas wouldn't speak to anybody. He was kind of hiding with his parents. Look at him dancing around the stage with a hat and suit. Like, what? What is this? But that feeling though you get when you're on stage, it's it makes you become that person, though, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a, it's it's a, um, yeah. I guess uh, once that music hits, and what helps too is that uh, <laughs> that you got spotlights shiny on you you can't see anybody out can't there can't see nobody <laughs> so 
you're you're in the zone. So, um, and I do get anxiety and get nervous right before I'm about to perform. But once that uh, beat hits, it goes away, and I'm, I'm it's hell of a feeling, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wish I would love to perform again after last night's concert. I'm like, God, there has to be a place. Well, it's. <laughs> Think about it. It's got to be on the horizon because look at you. You're getting healthier. Yeah. You're still writing music. Yeah. Like even if it's a small performance somewhere, man, like do a jazz club, do something small, secluded. Like you're still working at it. Yeah. And you're constantly, I would say, upgrading. Like you're upgrading your own self. Yeah. Like you're learning. You're getting better. You're writing. You wrote a Christmas album. Yeah. Like that's that's Mariah Carey type (laughs) stuff. You just got bored and said, I'm going to write a Christmas album. Original songs. Let's do it. Well, I, I... I wanted to do one for a long time uh, when I lived in New York. I know right after I released uh, The Rebirth of MAB, which is the second album that I did. And, well, actually, no, it was in between Rebirth and Partners in Rhyme. So I was working on The Rebirth, and Partners in Rhyme had just came out, and I just wanted to do a Christmas album. So uh, I kept looking for stuff, maybe uh, how do I write. And it's hard to write a Christmas song. Even, oh, I absolutely yeah, believe it. Yeah, because you got to emphasize the Christmas spirit into a love song. Mm-hmm. And I constantly have to remind myself, even the perfect gift was a little struggle because I had to, I was like, okay, I'm going to a little further away from Christmas. I'm supposed to be talking about Christmas, but yet talking about a girl. She's my perfect gift. So I got to mention, oh, yeah, snow falling, uh, mistletoe, uh, uh, hear the the carols uh, singing. Um, the Christmas presents. I made uh, I wrote a line there on on that song. I want to wrap you up and put you under my tree. All right. Did you do a pelvic thrust while you said that? <laughs> well, I'm feeling a little key sweat vibe going on. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it, it was just that. It was just the the those uh, I she had. To, it was a struggle to write those, but I got it down. And then uh did seven uh classics covers of them. Mm-hmm. So the second the s- first cover is Let Us Know, which is the second song. And uh Let Us Know is it's once you hear it, it's a different vibe from any other of uh, the Let Us Know songs. It just has that cool R and B like you really bob your head to it. Like the feel to it. Yeah, yeah. Do you think it I haven't I haven't heard the album yet. I've heard snippets, but yeah. do you think changing classic songs like that—that's like Americana, like yeah. it's what America is—is is "Let It Snow" is one of the holiday songs yeah. everybody knows. Changing it might not be everybody's vibe. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's dangerous. That's what it is. It's, yeah. it's dangerous yeah. to change the mold. But I am growing as an artist. I, I do love the old school, which. Uh, which I will talk about a little bit about the next albums coming up. Um, I wanted to not be modern, but sort of kind of like, I wanted to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm feeling this. This is Christmas. Oh, let me vibe to this. You know, kind of like what I'm doing now, bobbing my shoulders and everything. Mm-hmm. So that was, I think that was the only song of that album, that classic song that I really had to change up. Yeah. Um, everything else stood the same. So, uh, well, Little Drummer Boy, uh, it's really hip hop kind of, yeah. so it still has the same dynamic, same version as the old ones, but it has a little bit of a more of a marching hip hop type to it. Okay. And, um, uh, have yourself a merry little Christmas. It's the same piano on it. 
Um, and after that is an original song called One More Christmas. I think everybody's going to love this one. It's yeah. with uh, my friend, Glory, who's my goddaughter's uh, mom. She's one of my best friends. And I was having trouble with it. I didn't know what to say. So we had, she hit me up. I was like, hey, uh, I have this beat. I titled it One More Christmas. Do you want to try writing on it? She goes, yeah. A week later, she wrote it. And I was like, oh, my God, this sounds amazing. <laughs> and she wanted to do, she wanted to do uh, a duet with me in the Christmas. And I was, I was like, well, let's do three. Let's do one original, two classes. Uh, yeah. let's do, she goes, okay. And One More Christmas is, is basically, you know, self-explanatory with the with the title i mean you just want to have one more christmas with that loved one yeah and um after that is the the song i did last year uh the christmas song which is actually my favorite christmas song nat king cole version oh, after that okay. i think it was i'm trying to remember off the bat i think it's the first noel which is uh again glory she's featuring it mm-hmm. i told her to i'm gonna be a little bit in the song for a little bit. This is your time to shine. Go crazy with it. Yeah. And I'm just going to do some. So you give her the lead. Yeah. And I'm going to be in the background doing some voice to men shit. <laughs> harmonizing. harmonizing. Yeah. Yeah. But this year time to shine. And she killed it. She's amazing in it. Then we did the, we did um, the first Noel. And after that I did uh white Christmas, which is like a, a tradis- traditional Christmas, you know, ballad. And the last track is called My Christmas. Well, the, the title of the album is called My Christmas. So this is basically my version of, of what Christmas is. Mm-hmm. So I I asked her, can she write it for me? Because I'm having a little trouble. She goes, yeah. And she kept messaging me. I was like, well, what's your favorite memory growing up? And I was like, well, Christmas, you know, getting all these presents and holidays, being around the family, drinking eggnog and all that stuff. Um, she goes, okay, what's your favorite song? The Christmas song. Uh, what do you guys do? We used to karaoke, um, watch classic movies, Christmas movies. And she wrote this song. And it's crazy because uh, she record, recorded it, sent me the audio the day my mom had surgery. So I heard it and I got emotional. I was just like, wow. This is like, I'm having like a little reminiscent flashbacks moments. Mm. So... Um, once you hear it, it's probably going to touch a lot of people. But that's what you were going for, though. Yeah, yeah. Like, you want something to be emotional, to convey yeah. that emotion. Yeah. That's what music is. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I'm excited yeah. to listen to it. Yeah. And then, just to briefly touch on the next one. The next one's called 718. So, I'm going to start writing to it, which I have been, um, right after the Christmas album comes out. So, January, I'm going to start recording. And I'm planning to release it either this summer of next year or or uh, September of next year. Hmm. So basically, 718 is the area code for, well, one of the area codes for Brooklyn, which I'm originally from, Brooklyn, New York. And it's, it's the most used area code. And even if you look at the album, the cover, that has the bridge. Which, I saw the bridge, yeah. yeah which is called the uh, Williamsburg Bridge. So it goes from Brooklyn into uh, Lower Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want this album just to be a spinoff of what the other albums were. So I'm, I am going to do a little bit R and B, but I'm bringing that East coast vibe over here mm. to Cali. So you're going to hear a lot of Spanish guitars, a lot of Latin 
into this album. Nice. I even got, I'm going to be doing a Pachata song. Really? Yeah. Well, I'll probably hear it at Cosmos next yeah. time I go. Because <laughs> I, I, uh, California has, you know, I don't, I'm going to say this without offending Mexicans. Good luck. Okay. Oh, makes it. Oh, <laughs> okay. Now we good, eh? Okay. Um, you guys have your music. Cool. You guys listen to it. It's not really my thing. Mm-hmm. I really can't get into it. You know? So, um, I'm going to bring that Latin vibe from New York over here because I want you guys to dance. Basically, it's going to be a, 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 a upbeat album. So, I want this. So, something you play in the club. Yes. Yeah, so, this whole album, I want people to dance to. So, it's going to be probably going to be like two or three slow songs and everything else is going to be, you know, dance songs. Nice. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. I love Fiesta. Yeah. <laughs> can't get enough of that. Well, my thing was I wanted to be different because as much as I love the return of MAB and everybody loved it, as quickly as it got up, it fell down pretty fast. No one was talking about it after like two, mm-hmm. three weeks after. Yeah. It was kind of like, yeah, it's good. And then it was like something else. And and I felt after hearing it, it just felt like I just followed the same path I did with my old albums. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I got to change it up. Yeah. So I bought new beats with with Latin vibe, Afrobeat, R&B, hip hop. It's just going to sound... It's gonna. I want people to start moving their hips around. Nice. You know what I mean? So... I'm That's excited. good. You're evolving as an artist. Yeah, yeah. That's really cool. I'm excited. Yeah. yeah. Let's aim for summer, though, so we can play some summer songs. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, since September, I was like, I know it's try, like, writing takes a lot. Yes, I'm going to try my best. let's get to summer. Let's get well, summer. I, At least I, drop like an EP in there in the summer. Give yeah, us four yeah. songs. It's ready to go. Well, uh, well, I'm not doing this by myself, because the last one I did by myself, it mm-hmm. was hard. Uh, this one, uh, I'm going to have, of course, my friend, Glory, who's going to write songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, that boy, Z, Keith Butler. Which we wrote two songs together. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's gonna be helping. He was telling me about that too. Yeah, and um, Carson's gonna help. Uh, my producer's gonna help. I got a couple cousins back east coast are gonna help. So this is gonna. I don't. I don't want to sound arrogant, but uh, I want this album to to be how Michael Jackson's Thriller's album was for him. You get me? I get you, but. You know how astronomical thriller I, was. Exactly. But I want the... Like, I'm not saying don't shoot for yeah, the stars, yeah. man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I want this this album... And this is not going to be... This is underground. I'm an underground artist. I'm never going to be... I just want this to be like... This is going to... I want people to talk about this for months. You want people to think... Yeah. This. Yeah. Like keep playing... Yeah, I get that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So... Well, now that... Think about it. As a, a new... Well, as an underground artist, share your stuff on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I mean, you just got into TikTok. I see you're singing more on TikTok, yeah, which is great. Yeah. But share some more music. What is it? It's actually in TikTok. I'm getting paid off of TikTok. <laughs> uh, he's made more money than I have on TikTok. But I don't post on TikTok. But no, like, you never know. That one song, one yeah. video, someone might be like, well, I remember someone wanted to buy one of your songs at one point. Which but one? remember you were saying someone wanted to buy a song, but like, now nah, I want to probably Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That was last, actually, a year ago, yeah. Well, that's exciting. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait to see how it sounds in the summer. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna put a deadline on your creative yeah, yeah, process. Yeah, I know yeah. writing takes. Sometimes you be like on a groove for a week and then just done for a yeah, couple yeah, months and then yeah, go back into yeah. it. But yeah, I'm excited. It'll yeah. be great. But anyway, um, it's been about an hour. Yeah. So we'll cut it off. Um, we'll start having more chit chats. Hopefully, we'll bring, you know, the uh, the guys on this and have some more talks. They want to talk about women. They they want to talk about. Dating. I would like to bring a female's perspective. We just talked about. I, w- I would l- I would yeah. love to do that. Yeah, I've had bad experiences bringing females on. 
But I have no objection to that. Yeah. Having them talk and give us their perspective. Oh. I just don't want this to end up like, uh, <laughs> what is it? Fresh. Fresh and fit. Fresh and fit. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the point. Me, uh, I do these more, these open talks just to talk about what's going on because, yeah. you know, sometimes we get emotional. Sometimes yeah. we get arrogant. Yeah. Thriller. Yeah. I, God, if that happens, oh man, I want to see it. That'd be great. <laughs> but no, yeah, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. Especially people that work, that, people that work, we work with that are women, they seem to have good heads on their shoulders. Yeah. I mean, then again, it didn't help that last time I did this, I brought a lot of alcohol on. Uh, um, yeah, it was just have a case of you know. Water. Yeah, I'm gonna bring water. Yeah. Last time I, I even tried to make it a live episode. Stupid idea. Wow. I don't know what I was thinking. I made it a live. It's back on my old YouTube. You can search for it. I think it's still there, or I, I might have cut it. Whatever the live had, that's what all that's there. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it was just like I'm gonna look for it so you can see it. It just yeah. it was wild. It was fun. But yeah, so uh, again, thank you for taking time out of your day. Okay. Hopefully, you make it today to the dinner. Um, any, thank you guys for listening to this. Um, hopefully we keep going more in these little segments and we have more talks and stuff. Um, hopefully I actually buy that piece of equipment. So I have to, I don't have to run wires everywhere. Yeah. It'd be so much easier. We can go anywhere. We can go outside and do it. We yeah. can go yeah. into a office and do it. We can yeah. go in the public and be like, Hey, what do you think about this? Yeah, yeah. So I want to do it a little harder. Um, I kept telling Amari I was going to stream this year. Didn't stream at all. I just can't, you can't stream a call of duty lobby. You just can't. <laughs> I love it so much. And, and let us know what you guys, what, what topics uh, you want us to discuss about. Yeah. Um, most people at work listen to this. Just let us know. Pop through. Yeah. Say what you want to talk about. You know, um, I got to figure out a work on a web page or something. But yeah. And uh, Apple, I still hate you. Your system makes no freaking sense. <laughs> and I don't have any idea what to do now. I'm going to call you. So it's we'll just be on Spotify. Spotify. You can hear this on Spotify. Hopefully, if we get a little bigger, we'll uh, start recording video like and I used to do. SoundCloud. Still on. SoundCloud is still there. Yeah. SoundCloud is still there. put on. it up on YouTube, too. Yeah, I guess I could. I could do it like I did the other ones. Yeah. But we will see. I'll probably just quick edit this one since we didn't have to do a lot of editing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just be like, run through, run through, post. That yeah. would get put up tonight. Yeah. But yeah. So um, thank you, guys. This has been Loser's Lounge Podcast episode whatever. We're going to keep going with that. <laughs> I'm your host, Steven Munoz, a.k.a. Lose It to Steve. You can find me at any platform and any system. Find me on Battle.net at Lose It to Steve. Number sign, 160032. That's my Battle.net. Anything else is just Lose It to Steve. L-O-O-Z-E-I-T, the number two, and Steve. <laughs> well, I'm Miguel Angel Barrios, a.k.a. M-A-B. I am on all musical streaming platforms, just Miguel Angel Barrios. Um, I have TikTok, the R&B singer. I have Instagram, Mix1987, M-I-G-Z-1987. And I have a Snap. I just got a Snap because I found out I can get paid through Snap. So anybody... Really? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. Um, What's my Snap? Oh, Brooklyn Mix 87 I don't think I have you on Snap. I have you. Do you? Oh, okay. Yeah, send me a Snap. I'll, I'll yeah. make sure I reply. Yeah, yeah. Um, when is the album, the holiday album drop? December 1st. December 1st, yes. his holiday album goes live. And November 25th, I got a new song. Oh. It's called Forever My Lady. Me, Carson, and Butler, that boy Keith, uh, wrote it. Nice. So so look forward to that, guys. Um, until then, enjoy your holiday. Eat a lot of turkey. Yeah. And you better not have your Christmas tree up. <laughs> Wait till after Black Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that. <laughs> All right, thank you for listening. Bye.